Welcome to One of Those Times in a Life, a musical journey through songs and stories, Chapter 6, All the Stages of My Life. All the stages of my life you stood by me All the times I'd turn around and there you'd be Either hanging on for dear life Or shaking your head in delight All the stages of my life You stood by me As I begin to share my life in songs and stories, it feels important early on to introduce Mike McCoy. Starting when we were 18, he has always been my friend and often been my singing partner. If I think of each stage or phase or chapter of my life as a separate disorganized shoebox filled with random snapshots, every box would include pictures of one person, laughing, clowning, posing, often acting a little silly and goofy. And that would be Mike McCoy. That first shoebox, likely a 40-year-old orange one that once contained what are now considered vintage Nike running shoes, would have photos from the mid-60s to the late-70s. There would be pictures of two guys wrestling in the big room of the fraternity, posing on ski slopes, pictures from your All-American College talent show in 1968, snapshots of us singing in steakhouse lounges from Seattle to Sun Valley, and pictures from a musical highlight from those days, a 1978 concert at the Brentwood Playhouse in Los Angeles, complete with a small billboard magazine review. And there'd be pictures of us at each other's weddings and at each other's apartments and the houses we rented during those years. Pictures of two guys in their 20s trying to make sense make sense of the world and their place in it. There were times I thought for sure that we were flying. Other times I thought for sure that we'd die trying. There were times that we spent falling. Other times we had a ball in. There were times I thought for sure that we Snapshots of McCoy are prominent in my imaginary Birkenstock shoebox of photographs filled with pictures from 1980 to 1984. It was a time when I was trying to put my life back on track after a divorce, and I was no longer able to imagine what a solo career might look like. I left the Brothers Four in the early 70s to explore a solo career, rejoined them for an extended Japanese tour in 1979, And that gave me some needed money and confidence. But it wasn't until early 85 that I returned full-time to the group. And during the first five years of the 80s, my career was tethered, for better or worse, to Mike McCoy. There are a lot of images of the two of us making music through those years. There are those first concerts at the converted church that was the Seattle Concert Theater. There are pictures of us recording the Between Friends album in 1981 
in a studio full of great musicians and good friends, pictures of us on the stages in the Northwest and places like the Spokane Opera House and Meany Hall at the University of Washington, some amazing moments preserved now in songs we recorded and images, both black and white and Kodachrome, still forever young in memories. They were times that wouldn't last, in part because we couldn't make enough money to sustain them, and maybe in part because we couldn't sustain them long enough to make enough money. Whatever the reasons, the friendship it endured, with the shoebox also full of images from the summer of 1981, when I helped McCoy build a log house on a lake in what was, before the age of Microsoft, the outer reaches of the east side of greater Seattle. One of those pictures would be of the two of us standing nose to nose, trying to lift and fit two beams together the moment before it all came crashing down around us. We somehow survived. The house got built, and for the rest of the 80s on Memorial Day weekends, there are pictures of many of us jumping into that lake on the first leg of what was the McCoy-inspired Beaver Lake Triathlon, an event that McCoy never lost. And yes, there, there must be images from June of 1983, when a dear friend of ours died suddenly, his, the only coffin I ever carried in the pouring rain, making our way from hearse to grave, remembering now McCoy breathing softly behind me, indelible images forever fixed. <laughs> Somehow we faced the music and survived Got to this stage still standing side by side Whatever life is bringing we'll keep going, we'll keep singing Somehow we faced the music and survived The shoebox that holds photos from the 1990s would be from a pair of black Bostonian dress shoes, shoes I wore for 15 years beginning in 1985 when the Brothers Four performed exclusively in tuxedos. In that box of photos would be a separate envelope, and written on it in black marker it would say Thanksgiving 1995 to Memorial Day 1997, the pictures in that envelope documenting the time that redefined in a most personal way my relationship with Mike McCoy. In the late afternoon, on the Monday after Thanksgiving in 1995, the phone rang. It's McCoy saying he needs to see me. Right now. A few hours later, we are sitting at a roadhouse restaurant at the north end of Lake Washington sharing dinner and a vulnerability and honesty and an openness that I've shared with very few people and never before with McCoy. Beginning that night, he trusted me to be part of the process of rebuilding his relationship with himself, his wife, his kids, and the world around him. In the 500 days that followed, I don't remember a day we didn't talk, at least on the phone. 
Most of the calls were short. Things like, how you doing? Need anything? Calls that always ended with, I love you. We had gone 30 years and never said those words to each other. And now no day went by without us saying them out loud to one another. The pictures of Easter weekend of 1997 remain bittersweet. There are pictures of the Brothers Four playing to a sellout crowd in my hometown of Spokane, Washington on that Saturday night of that weekend. The only time in my career I was the opening act as well as one of the headliners. And there are pictures of McCoy joining me for a few songs during that first set. And the next day, McCoy and I, along with our wives, joined my parents for an Easter service followed by brunch at my folks' house. They are the last images I have of my dad smiling and looking healthy. A few weeks later, McCoy sat with the rest of my family at my dad's memorial at the church where we'd celebrated Easter a few weeks earlier. A lasting portrait in an imaginary envelope full of precious priceless photographs. Never thought that we would make it to this stage Find so much to discover at this age The best may yet be waiting We'll be singing, celebrating Never thought that we would make it to this stage The imaginary shoebox holding pictures starting with McCoy joining the Brothers Four in the spring of 2004, that shoebox is from a pair of New Balance walking shoes complete with custom orthotics. <laughs> Instead of photographs, there are thumb drives containing digital images with different colored drives labeled by year with black Sharpie on masking tape. Pictures of that first year document three legs of a season-long bus tour that the Brothers Four took performing with the Kingston Trio and Glen Yarbrough, as well as pictures of two trips the group took that year to make music in the Orient. There's a lot of laughter and joy in those pictures. Pictures of the group performing and of McCoy and me putting on our day packs, getting ready to discover or explore some new town or city, one of the recurring images is that moment in each performance when I look over at McCoy and am filled with gratitude and on some level surprised that we're standing there together now. And singing in the Brothers Four, it somehow gave new life and meaning to the music the two of us have made all these years. So there are now pictures of us also recording 20 new original songs for what became Between Old Friends recorded in the same building with the same band, same producer, same engineer, and many of the same old friends who were part of Between Friends 30 years before. Which brings us to this time, one of those times in a life, using what are precious threads of the life and journey that McCoy and I have made, weaving them together now with other threads to create a yet-to-be-discovered and yet-to-be-created 
new tapestry, knowing that whatever develops, that at the next stage, McCoy's smiling face is certain to be part of the picture. All the stages of my life you stood by me All the disappointments and discoveries I don't know what's waiting for us But I'll join you in the chorus All the stages of my life you stood by me All the stages of my life you stood by me. Thanks for sharing one of those times in a life. The next chapter, sometimes I just have to find a mountain. Hope to see you then.